0: Hey, 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 what's going on? Podcast Nation is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. I'm here at NADA 2022, the Matterer booth, with the one, the only, the oh-so-famous, Ms. Dario Dulich. Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. What's up, man? How you Thank doing? you for having me. Good to see you. Yeah. Been a while. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Feels a lot longer than that, you know? <laughs> two years. Two years. It's hard to imagine, but it's been two years. Right? Yeah. That's crazy. Time flies. Well, hey, um, thanks for taking the time to jam me. by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to start off all these podcasts with an origin story because, A, I'm always fascinated how people get started in the automotive industry. Yeah. So, Dario, how did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry?
1: Yes, uh, I mean, I've been in, in the automotive my whole life basically. Uh, I started on the technology side, mm-hmm. uh, originally from Europe, so I founded the used cars website over there, uh, similar to cars.com trader, right? Uh, I built that from ground up, uh, it became one of the most popular websites, uh, then I moved to the States, uh, worked for seven years at a Toyota store, did everything from, you know, Backend, digital marketing, overhauled mm-hmm. IT infrastructure, change the DMSs, CRMs, everything digital. I touched it, right? You touched it, all right. And then I went back to the, you know, my roots to software. <laughs> so now I'm, you know, on the on the other side, you know, making software for dealers and doing uh, all the custom, uh, custom,
0: uh, custom stuff they need. Talk about software. I mean, yeah, Except we're at NADA, yeah. And um, it, it's crazy because it's been two years. So, you know, we're coming back after almost kind of like a two-year break, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy to see some of the advancements, mm-hmm. you know, some of the uh, some of the tech spaces and the solutions kind of here at NADA. I'm curious, what has caught your eye so far?
1: Well, w- really what caught my eye is, is poly, dealer policy, yep. right? Th- that's something that I did not expect to see in the insurance space. Like, that was like, wow, you know, I it was... It makes sense though, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, and, you know... <laughs> I didn't see it coming, but, uh, you know, you, you see those, like, little, you know, small uh, uh, insurance agencies popping up in dealerships, but they just went and took it, uh, you know, virtual, basically. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, a big wow for me, like, at, at this show. Uh, other than that, I mean, I obviously, I didn't get a chance to, you know, see every booth. But uh, it's, it's all pretty much the same, you know. It's just new iteration of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and going an extra inch. But at the end of the day, the way I'm looking at it, you know, dealers are still you know getting you know sidetracked into you know oem programs
0: and and oh, they don't have you mean you know, the oem handcuffs yeah
1: yeah and, <laughs> and, and you know it's, it's all nice and dandy but you know you cannot pick what you want because you're forced into something that you know mm-hmm. it's maybe not a great fit for you so and it's obviously it's not the case for every dealership out there but for some it is you know and uh, that's, that's always in the back of my head because you know I, I went through that you know, with some of my software and I was like, you know we're not doing that, like we're not going to go that route. Yep. We're going to go something different, we're going to you know, do custom solutions, and we're not going to care about the OEM approvals or anything like that, and uh,
0: we're going to do our thing. You know? Build it and they will come, Snariel, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: if it's good, they'll come. If it's not, they won't. So.
0: Now, the one thing I noticed um, going through the show uh, this year is um, there's a lot more what I'm calling operational tech. Mm-hmm. And not as much marketing tech as I've seen. You know, before, I would say five years ago, everybody had some type of marketing technology they were bringing here. Now I'm seeing a whole lot more of, like, just deep integrated operational, like, here, let me fix this little element. Let me fix this little element. But those little things add up to big dollars or big opportunities when it comes to dealership. I'm curious, from your perspective, uh, where do you see kind of the future of, like, operational technology going
1: yeah, I mean, it's definitely happening and, you know, dealers are, you know, I, I know some dealers are building their own solutions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, they could not find a solution, you know, they cannot find the solution that they need for their operations, right? So definitely there is there is a need, you know, I don't know how much it's going to be, you know, one size fits all, you know, on the operational side. Uh, but I still see those marketing companies with tech around and, you know, th- you know familiar names maybe you know a digital dealer you see more of you know more of that flavor Mm and ADA is probably more focused on the the whole picture and that's why we see more operational side Um, but yeah I mean it's at the end of the
0: day AI is gonna you know jump into everything yeah let's talk about that because I've seen more companies here with AI either in their name or in their brochure or a part of their pitch (laughs) and um part of the pitch (laughs) I love AI. I truly do. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm a little nervous when I hear so many companies yeah. using the word AI. I mean, yeah. there's some amazing, beautiful machine learning solutions yeah. out there, you know, with a sprinkle of AI mm-hmm. in there, which I, which I think is cool. Yeah. You know, but where do you think? Because I think we're just scratching the surface of yeah. what AI is for the automotive. I mean, just scratching it. Yeah. Where do you see like? the direction of the next five years with AI in the automotive space?
1: No, it's, it's, it's going to grow and it's going to... I think the companies are going to differentiate themselves soon. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of companies are using that as a buzzword. Yes. And they, they don't have an AI. They have an algorithm, right? It's called <laughs> an algorithm. That's what they have, right? So they're just using AI for, for the algorithm. So it's not true AI. Uh, you have, you know, algorithm, you have machine learning, you have AI, right? Mm-hmm. So where are we you know in, in, in those you know with those companies and what do you really have and obviously yeah. they're not going to disclose it so it's just you know marketing gimmicks but some companies do have something and they're on good track and they're building some stuff so it's going to be interesting and at the end of the day results are going to you know show you know what's what's happening for and, sure you know, I've heard some good results from some CRM companies that are utilizing some level of machine learning or algorithms to automate stuff that's been really beneficial for dealers, right? Yes. And if you multiply that by 20, 40 rooftops, now you're talking about some real savings and, you know, real, you know, operational difference. And, you know, I read somewhere that over the next five to 10 years, Mm -hmm. uh, companies that do not utilize AI in their business are going to have 20% less revenue
0: all right i can see that i can see that
1: so it's it's going to be part of every business automotive non-automotive it's it's happening it's coming where
0: do you think in uh automotive dealerships ai will play kind of the i guess the the biggest opportunity i guess ai has in in an automotive operations
1: well something that we don't see today i think it's going to
0: come where it's going
1: to analyze the business and you know i didn't Uh see a solution like that yet but when you have some decision making assisted with ai with, for big groups that, you know, you cannot really comprehend what's going on in all the pieces, right? For sure. And, you know, AI can spot that. So I think that's gonna be really, you know, groundbreaking. Now you have the conversational AIs with, you know,
0: chatbots and service and FNI stuff. Yeah, the conversational AIs make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And, and I can see that and I can see some of the operational stuff. I mean, I know there's some uh, companies out there that are working like inventory type AI, mm-hmm. you know, putting out like predictive models of what they need to order, what yeah. they should be ordering what you know the market actual like values are yeah. what uh, market l- inventory levels are and then kind of spitting back out like hey this is what you should be focusing
1: but that can be done with the algorithm right yes
0: and so let's talk about that what's the difference between an AI algorithm and just AI so full disclosure I'm yeah. not an AI expert Right. right fair I'm, enough. I'm not a what do machine you know? learning <laughs> 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 we are you know
1: we are I mean know enough to be dangerous there we go but uh yeah I mean algorithm is really structural right you set the rules you know what's going to happen you know there's there's a set you know if then criterias it can be really robust right and it can do almost you know stuff that you know not it cannot do what AI can do but for a purpose of example you just said you could do that with an algorithm right I mean you have to predict a lot of stuff and have a lot of input in it right but uh, you don't need an AI to to make those kind of uh, decisions and have that uh, you know market suggestion uh for the yeah know. i
0: think on the operation side we're still a little ways away now uh, to your point the conversation side i think there's still a l- some really cool things mm. that are that are scratching the surface right now but over the next five years are going to exponentially yeah. get better five to ten years yeah,
1: yeah. definitely yeah. i don't now know five. For,
0: for everyone out there watching listening maybe they don't know what we're talking about we're talking about like conversation automation or ai uh, like how do you how would you describe that for uh
1: conversationally yep yeah i mean it's Everybody used it, right? If you go to some website and you start the chat, and you you've, you've been chatting with the bots, right? So it d- just depends on what level of, you know, smartness <laughs> is that <laughs> is that bot, right? So just uh, how smart uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Some sometimes it's gonna be, you know, you get frustrated and you close the browser, and yep. you know, some, sometimes like, oh, this was better than the human. You know, I got what I needed, done. So.
0: That's well, I, I think there's a lot of play and. I think especially after the last 24 months, you know, dealers have really gotten used to doing a lot with a little. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think there's a a fair amount of people in the industry that don't want to go backwards in that, you know, they want to maintain those level of efficiencies. And it seems to me that that, that's a great place to really kind of develop out additional efficiencies.
1: Yeah, it's it's all about efficiency. I mean, it's going to be productivity, right? So that's what that's where that 20% is going to come. Because if you're utilizing, you know, software, let's call it software, Mm -hmm. right? and you're not going to rely on, on, you know, you're going to rely on humans, but they're just going to be more productive because they're going to be focusing their energy on, you know,
0: other burning issues. So 100%. that's what's going to happen. It's going to increase the productivity, basically. Now, you're working with some dealerships and creating their own tech, which I think is super cool. And I've yeah. seen more of that happen probably over the last 10 years than I think I ever saw prior mm-hmm. to that. I mean, there's a lot of dealerships out there that, you know, are, are, are looking what's at on the market yeah. and available. And saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we should build kind of something like that, mm-hmm. and let's really take our custom process, work backwards towards the technology, and build mm-hmm. our own tech. What are you seeing that dealers are very much interested in creating themselves?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- the latest project we did, you know, was uh, you know, custom uh, parts e-commerce store. Mm-hmm. You know, the dealer wanted to have you know, integrated full integration with their DMS that nobody you know pr- provided. Uh, they wanted to have uh, you know full control from start to end through their shipping through their warehouse everything covered right so it's like a fu- you know it's like a warehouse full you know e-commerce uh, solution right and they couldn't find a solution for that right so there's great companies out there that service you know small you know dealerships that have you know parts uh, you know parts stores mm-hmm. but if you have a big operation now that's a problem right so they realized that they need to build their own solution you know we build uh, you know ser- ser- service scheduling apps Uh, for dealerships, right, Uh, the barrier for entry into tech now, it's lower than ever, for sure, right, and and it costs much, much less than most dealerships think, so I think like any franchise dealers can afford a custom solution, definitely today, you know, they just need, you know, they just need to put some work to it, right, get some of their, you know, smartest people on it, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or hire somebody, you know, that can provide it to them, right, but definitely it's they should be thinking about that and i mean i would go as far as like you know they need to set up their own infrastructure not necessarily own it if they own it great but have their own infrastructure that's independent separate from whatever you know the mandates are right <laughs> and i mean listen it's it's happening right so toyota they just build a great solution but it doesn't cover used cars yep well, Guess where the dealers are making most money now? Used cars. Right? So they came out with a solution, they pushed it over, they're taking over the website, but sorry, used cars are not covered.
0: Isn't <laughs> that ridiculous?
1: <laughs> so that just tells you like they're they're gonna eventually have it, right? But right now, today, when it's happening, you know, and it's happening for a while and it's gonna happen for a while, used cars are not covered. So you have to, you know, pay an extra for the solution that you're gonna use for your used cars inventory. So that just tells you a hint of like what can happen in the future, if you don't own your software and if you don't have control over what's happening, right? So set up your separate website, set up everything, be mm-hmm. off the grid, right? Be off the grid. Be I off like the that. grid. I like that. And you know, it, it's and you can do it. You know, they, they can do it. So
0: look, I, it, it makes sense to me. It does, right? I mean, I have several dealers. Actually, just talking to one a couple of weeks ago, who's been on the same website platform for 18 mm. years. Eighteen years. They must have
1: done a great job.
0: Thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Grandfathered in.
0: Twelve thousand dollars a year. <laughs> All right. Times eighteen years. And if they walked right now, zero. A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah.
1: No, and, and, and that's you know and that's what it is. You know, it's uh, the website are simple, right? Y- yep. Y- it's it's not rocket science. I think it's a great
0: place for dealers to start. Yeah. Don't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, just set up. I mean, look, the big groups, they're doing it, right? Yep. Nobody realizes because it's a group website, right? Yeah. So you're like, it goes under the radar, but, you know, they're white labeling, badge engineering, some tools, that's fine, right? But you have these big groups that have their websites that are really sort of independent, really, right? Yep. They are, because, yep. you know, they can do whatever they want on those websites. Nobody's forcing them anything to do, right? No. So the big guys are doing it. Mid sized guy and smart guy should be doing it, you know? 100%. 100%. So, that's, that's that's my thought. I think and that's
0: a great place for, for them yeah. to start.
1: And it's like life, right? I mean, you have to control infrastructure. If you don't control infrastructure, you're done, right? But
0: well, you're just always relying on others. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I haven't seen you for a couple of years. Yeah. So, what's new with you, man?
1: Same old, for, for <laughs> first working out of the closet until yeah. kids figured out after like three months that I was in the closet, <laughs> right in the closet. Then I had to move out. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. And then we were just banging, you know. We we're just working uh, nonstop. Uh, it was, you know, it was crazy time, you know, when just after the NADA, right? So yeah. two years ago, just uh, everything went, you know, shut down as everybody know, right? It was crazy time for us because everybody was looking for some, you know, online solutions. So it was crazy busy, and you know when you overlay our you know customization on that like we were we were super super busy and after that it's kind of like you know w- w- you know calm down a little bit yeah we um, started working
0: on the new projects and that's it you know it's awesome man just just plowing it through well hey i know we're towards the tail end of our time today but for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now who may want to connect to to connect with you and have some of these conversations what's what's the best way to connect with you
1: yeah i'm on linkedin they can find me on linkedin uh, or just uh via website yoga.cars
0: and that's it awesome hey man thanks for doing this today it's been a lot of fun thanks for having me thanks for tuning in to the strategy with jason podcast with your host jason harris Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.